Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of IPay Talks. An American author once said, an army of principles can change the world, whereas an army of soldiers cannot. We always want a best teacher for our kids, correct? Have you ever thought who is the mastermind behind that good teacher? Who is that teacher gets motivation to work to the fullest capacity? Today, we are very much honored to have one such principal, our guest, Mrs. Sumitra Goswami, who heads the Orchid International School, Mumbai. She has more than 12 years of experience in delivering all the achievements being a principal. She has an immense knowledge to integrating the hybrid model of working during the course of online learning. As the principal, she is really good in responding and addressing all issues and concerns. Please join me in extending a warm welcome to her. It's an immense pleasure to have you in our IPI Talks, ma'am, today. Thank you, Kriti, so much for giving me an opportunity to join you. All right, ma'am. So firstly, I would like to know how is your journey looks like till date? If you talk about my journey, it has been a topsy-turvy, of course. It was, it had never been a very smooth journey. And uh, as you know that in leadership positions, a lot of things keep happening across the day, across the year. Challenges keep coming up and we do keep handling them. So the journey has been, uh, as of now, though a topsy-turvy, but yet a smooth sail across it. From the very childhood uh, in the school till as of date now over here in Terna Orchids, the international school. So that seems to be a mesmerizing experience so far, ma'am. Ma'am, I would like to know about your school experience when you was a kid. When I was a kid, like in my school days, time was totally different. We were not into the digital world. Okay. And... At that time, we were very, very playful. And especially if I talk about myself, I was a very uh, notorious person. Okay. I was very, very uh, like uh, active and always moving around from here and there. And my teachers used to uh, keep themselves engaged in keeping me busy. Okay, I was the one who had to occupy the first place because, you know, if a naughty child in class always uh, has to be in the front of the teacher's eye, I was such a child. But yes, though I was naughty, naughty means by hands and feet, yeah, always moving around. I could not sit at one place. It was very difficult for me to sit at one place. I used to wait for that 40 minutes to be over when I could get up from my place and have a round of the class go out for uh, washing hands unnecessarily okay so these all all the tricks of a naughty child was very much engrilled in me but uh, if I talk about my education I was very much interested in mathematics I was very good at it also I was I like bio like anything though I was always scared to be a doctor because I could not even see a person being injected so uh, these two were my most favorite subjects, mathematics and biology. I hated physics and chemistry. Huh? So uh, yeah, if we talk about science, that core science, uh, that was never my forte. Uh, and uh, 
later on i switched over to my uh, a different uh, stream that is commerce which is altogether different from all these uh, general subjects okay i had an inclination towards accounts and finance so hence i shifted to commerce in my plus 2 my schooling was in icsc all throughout and in our times i'm talking of 1980 okay in our time the syllabus was quite quite huge now the syllabus has been you know streamlined and lot of things have been curtailed but in our times it was really a challenge to get through so that seems to be fun ma'am i think i have seen most of the girls to be very shy when they are young but no you no see- i was never a shy child i was never a shy child yeah so i it seems to be an exceptional from your end and i think it will be fun uh, and if i talk about my schooling so i think the passes has introduced because of kids like you in the past that i <laughs> we need to take the pass for washing hands or to go to washroom in the break so i think that was something you must have generated it afterwards uh, so ma'am as you talk about you know you were not being in the technology world before So uh just wanted to know what was the first time you introduced to the digital world like my mobile phone computers or might be internet etc See we did not have computers in our time also like in our school days in our school we did not have computers so we were not aware of what is this internet and all those things okay that was something greek to us and uh, i came in contact with a mobile phone or rather what a mobile is in the year 2000 so that time you know uh, mobile was very very expensive and incoming call would cost at 5 rupees 75 paise per 30 seconds if i am not wrong it was not a minute for 30 seconds so it was very expensive in our time so receiving a call was also a pain point Yeah. So PNT was in use. Okay, the base phones were in use at that time. Of course, letter writing was in prevailing, and all those things were there. We did not have any emails or all those things. Emails came into picture when we got introduced uh, to technology. Then gradually we shifted into all those things. But uh, yes, when when coming in contact with the digital world it was totally a big transition and we life became more smoother and easier yeah so i think ma'am trunk calls were the uh, scenario that yes, time in case that... of any emergency there would be a trunk call yeah so i think that was the scenario that time and now it is so easy for us to even call anyone in the world uh, and moreover now kids know so much about the technology that they get used to technology even when they start walking i mean before that they get it in our their hands so i think that is something that is a generation gap and that's a huge generation gap we are seeing these days uh, so ma'am uh, to maintain a work life balance is it essential to have a strong support system can you throw some light on the same from your life experience yes to have a proper balance between the work and personal life there should be a support system uh, we first of we uh, firstly we ourselves have to be very much uh, aware of what time when are we to focus on work when we are to focus on our personal lives 
so if we ourselves are not able to strike that balance then it our lives become difficult we cannot mix up both though it it is very easy to say that we cannot mix up but it is very difficult when it comes to execution as of now post pandemic life has changed i think the entire world okay so now that we went into online and then now we are back to offline but still we have not forgotten the taste of online and uh, we are well aware of this like in my school we are still having a hybrid model and it's not that easy yes that's so, true will be challenges you know i'll be split up i'll be scattered between these two models but still i have to figure out a way and uh, i think i need to plan in that case i need to plan out without a proper planning i feel that we cannot organize and uh, we cannot schedule our lives properly and uh, the balancing if we if we talk about the balancing part that will become a toss for us if we are not able to plan properly that's true ma'am i think planning is the most important thing for any balance in life uh, ma'am can Correct. i know more about your school and your challenges you must have faced in your tenure to the school so once i relocated to maharashtra uh, i joined orkids the international school but initially i was in the um, corporate office as a academic implementation head and india okay then i shifted to the branch and i took up uh, the biggest branch of uh, orchids that is in koperkhane terna uh, orchids the international school is the name of my school okay. and if you talk about the challenges so mostly the it's the crowd which we deal with the parents the kind of parents we deal with kids are never a challenge for us my kids are very disciplined and they are very good i would appreciate them but if you talk about the challenges we do not have a very you know uh, sorted crowd people have money they send their kids to international schools but uh, they are very much disorganized and they expect everything to be done by the school what has to be done by the parents they expect that is to be done by the school and still we keep cooperating with them we keep supporting them but that is if we talk about the challenges that has been the area of challenge handling the parents who are very disorganized of course we have a good crowd of organized parents also and uh, in the pandemic collection of fees was a whole worldwide problem i think so i should not yeah. count that as a challenge uh, but apart from that uh, nothing as such came up to us it's a good going thing and see when we were we will have things on our way which we have to sort out there is the leadership isn't it correct and, uh, yeah if we just keep complaining that this is the problem that's the problem then i don't feel that it's a good reflection of the leadership mm-hmm. ma'am i have heard few initiatives taken by orchid international can you brief little about those initiatives that is going yes. to be implemented yes 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 see orchids is a platform i i take the pride in saying this that orchids is the platform which keeps on uh Uh, which keeps on pushing you to explore new things on a daily basis okay 
you keep taking initiatives you keep uh, exploring them you keep executing them you go ahead with those initiatives which went good and you can scrap those which did not go well like we do not think in this way that oh we have to take a lot of time to plan next year we will implement it's not like that if you think it's good we go ahead immediately uh, of course we keep a buffer time so that uh, the time which we need to Im uh, implement or to execute it but when coming to curriculum, this time we are coming up with uh, three, four new ideas, which I feel that schools have not yet come up. Number one, that is DIY, do it yourself. It sounds uh, very normal, but it's not that usual craft, okay? We will have a huge DIY live uh, lab in every school where all the machines will be installed and kids will be trained on how to create the materials as per the curriculum. A separate curriculum has been designed for that. Teachers are being trained by the central team for that. So we are going to have a exclusive lab for DIY. Secondly, we have added horticulture in our curriculum. Again, this will come up in volume two. So horticulture is something very, very interesting because we had taken a feedback last year from the parents on their inclination. So parents have showed a, a good interest, a good number of parents have showed interest in this. So we have added this in our curriculum. For this, we will have a greenhouse in every school also and kids will work on it. Then we are coming up with astronomy. A planetarium will be sent to each zone, each city, I mean. For example, in Bombay, we are having 16 schools. So one planetarium will come in Bombay. And that mm -hmm. will be shifted from school to school. This is just a pilot project. So we'll see how it is working. And then we will go ahead, uh, each school having its own planetarium. Though it's very, very expensive, but this is the start of it. Sometime or the other, we have to make a start, isn't it? Correct, correct. That's true. Yes. So uh, DIY, astronomy and horticulture, these three things are very new and it's coming up in orchids. And we believe that uh, parents will have a very good experience yeah, there will be some hiccups in the initial stage, which happens when we come up with something new. But yes, I believe that uh, we'll do a very good thing in this. We, we yeah. are looking forward. We are just eagerly waiting for its execution and uh, starting it up from volume two onwards. That seems to be very interesting, honestly, ma'am. Uh, I think we do not have that schooling kind of thing when we were kids. Otherwise, uh, we must have enjoyed this schooling the way the kids these days do. And also, you mentioned that you always hit and try the things. So I think that's the main thing that we experiment. Even if we fail, that doesn't matter to us. At least we are proud that we experimented on the same. And I See, think in Izebra, we are doing we the fail, same way. Until and unless we fail, how do we understand that which was a better option? Yeah, so failure correct, is correct. also important in life. Failure is also important in life to understand the difference between failure and success. 
that's true ma'am i mean the uh, sweetness of success will not be there if failures are not there because we the have taste, not tasted we should yeah. have the bitterness of failure also which helps Correct. us to move further that's true i mean that that's the earlier thing and a same approach we are also following in izebra ma'am the that we always experiment new things even if we fail we do not get demotivated at it but we get motivation out of it that okay this way doesn't work but i exactly. think that way it will work exactly uh ma'am what do you think about appreciation little appreciation is required as a fuel to move yeah. ahead people working hard and hard and we don't appreciate how do they understand that they are really doing good or bad so a little appreciation when they are doing excellent is really required which adds as a fuel or which adds as a catalyst to fasten up the reaction and you can see wonderful changes when you appreciate them i don't say that you appreciate uh, appreciation is required but a little appreciation is of course required so ma'am uh, as we discussed earlier that we me you have done a schooling a uh, old school type what do you think about the boom in technologies like data ai smart thinking what do you think about those that is the need of the hour that is the need of the hour we cannot think right now of the world without data without a smartphone without artificial intelligence that is very much required this pandemic has taught us many things and how we were dependent totally on technology and uh, honestly speaking we started working on uh, analytics and lot of analysis we were doing when we were sitting at home yeah when we were in physical school we were totally focused towards the physical part okay but when we were online then we started focusing on the analysis and all those things and for analysis of course you need a little of artificial intelligence a little of uh, not i would say a little but a good knowledge of data data handling so if we are not aware of that then uh, it will go for a toss today's world is completely dependent on that and but a time will come when we can't even think of the world without uh, this artificial intelligence gradually we are drifting towards that and i don't know whether we will see that day when this ai will replace the <laughs> teachers i don't know whether we will see that day but yes since technology and science is improving day by day uh i see somewhere a day is there coming in the future so ma'am as you uh, rightly said that it is a necessity these days uh, now to know all these technology so ma'am what do you think is the right age to start learning these technology oh yes the evip grades that is grade 1 and onwards that means they are at the age of 6 that is the right age to start off they are not too young and they are good enough to take up the strength of the <clears throat> radiation you know when we use a device there is a radiation so at a very tender age we should not give a device to a child but in pre in this pandemic st stage we were we had no other option but at the same time we felt that uh, this is not right too for the pre primary kids if we are talking about but for grade 1 it's okay when they are sitting in front of a laptop but pre primary kids they would not sit in front of a laptop parents yeah. had to give them the mobiles only and which is not a very good idea 
see laptop you can keep it at a distance and you Correct. know can uh, see but uh, mobiles you have to keep in your hand and uh, you have to uh, look closer to see what it is radiation is there and uh, which is going to affect the health but for uh, grade 1 and onwards i feel that it's good enough to take up a, the device that's uh, very well articulated ma'am uh ma'am just one question i wanted to ask that who is your inspiration see if i talk about my foundation my mom has been my inspiration it is always she who had inspired me to have my own self identification it is towards her that was the arrow thrown by her and i just ran with the arrow and uh, now that i am married it's my husband who is always there and it is with his support where i have been able to reach without family support i mean without without your partner support you cannot achieve uh, certain things in life because there'll be a lot of challenges in your way a lot of obstacles in your way if your partner is supportive enough then only you can accomplish what you want i to totally agree on the same ma'am that the partner support is something that we look forward when we are married of course our family support is always there on our back but the partner support is something that motivates us every day even if we don't want to get up and do our work but it's in his support that we always look forward for ma'am uh, what do you think about two terminologies like teamwork and leadership if you look at the word leadership it has a wide definition leadership doesn't means bossing around leadership means training and growing people pushing them to the next level so that they can fly independently is what i believe leadership is and delegating a lot pushing them following up and then seeing them independent this is what i follow okay i never get into the intricacies of their work i do not get into that i look into the broader picture i uh, always uh, help them to grow and uh, work independently like i want my school to be an automated body like even if the principal is not there the system works very smoothly i believe leadership is that it is something at the grassroots level we start off with whoever joins we always uh, train them that we work in a team always we never say that i we always say we so this utterance of the word we also creates an energy and gradually they whoever has come from whatever background work background it doesn't matter but we gradually train them into our culture that teamwork so our team knows that we always have to work in a team and i am blessed that i have got a good team and of course yes getting a good team is also a matter of luck so uh, and uh, both are dependent on each other if the leader is not strong then you cannot make your team good you cannot channelize them to the direction you want them to run through and 
vice versa if i treat that if the leader is not good the team will not be able to give the output okay so team and leader both are complementary to each other with the help of a good team the leader succeeds and uh, with the help of a good leader the team also runs in the right direction yeah i totally agree what you said ma'am and there is a rightly saying that leader is the one who knows the way goes the way and shows the way and as in person a general person also you always look for a good leader to become yourself a leader i think you are the best example sitting right in front of us today ma'am any suggestion you would offer to our listeners from your amazing experience today from my experience i would always say never stop believing in yourself always believe in always say to yourself i can i will never say i cannot i will not i might not always have a very very positive energy within yourself what you say that uh, manifests accordingly yeah. so never uh, never be afraid of any upcoming situations or any upcoming failures uh, life is an ocean we have to sail through maybe somewhere the waves are high somewhere the waves are low and somewhere the water is still but yes it will always keep you sailing no matter uh, whatever the height of the wave is it will always keep you sailing as long as you know the swimming <laughs> so ma'am i think uh, today we have learned that we need to learn swimming first then go and sail the boat <laughs> So, ma'am, it's been a pleasure interacting with you. A learning from your experience. Our listeners would have gained some useful inputs from out of our conversation today. Thank you for taking out time for us today and showering us so with much. your knowledge and experience. It was a, it was really a great feeling for me to share my views, to share my experience, and. Uh, <clears throat> it was nice connecting with you you are representing ijebra i uh, came to know about this company for the first time and i would like to a little more about it also and uh, it this interaction really gave me an insight thank you thank so you much thank you so much thank you so much for your time ma'am thank you thank you have a good day you too ma'am